0: Before we start today, I just want to say a big, special thank you. We are on episode 150, and this was the podcast that I never thought was going to be, and then I thought was going to be short-lived, and now we're at 150 episodes, and that just blows my mind. You've been here through such a journey with me from you know losing my job, to going through the pain of that, through having to move across the country and start a new job, and now here we are at 150 episodes. So first off, thank you. Really appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. It's been so special to do this podcast. I can't even say enough. I love it. Everyone's like, are you why are you gonna stop doing the podcast now because you have a job? I'm like, no, I love doing the podcast. This is such a special group of people that we've created here. I would never give up this podcast. I love it and I love you. So thank you so much for being here. Okay, with that said, there are probably a lot of good reasons in 2020 to cancel or postpone a wedding, right? I mean, COVID's scary, you know? Everyone's having to change their plans around she wants to cancel it for a boob job is it worth it i want you to hear the whole story today on the show hi my name is kramer and i am proud to admit that i am a mama's boy
1: you're not just any mama's boy you're a certified mama's boy and this is the certified mama's boy podcast
0: welcome to the certified mama's boy podcast i'm steve kramer hi hello hello good to see you thank you for coming back or maybe it's your first time it's a podcast i do with my mom it's a feel good podcast three principles live laugh and love your mom right and um, we, we share our lives we, we live we just live out loud on this podcast we laugh a lot and we love my mom my co-host nancy Yancy. hi mom hi honey Okay, so let's talk about the coronavirus. What a light topic to start the <laughs> oh, podcast dear. with today. Okay. I don't think I have the coronavirus. And by the way, I didn't ever think, well, you know me. My brain's pretty crazy. So give me an inch I'll take a mile. Uh, so I told you earlier this week that one of my, uh, one somebody that I work with came down with a coronavirus, tested positive. I had run into this coworker a couple of times um, in the hallways. I think I was always wearing a mask. Sometimes like if I have like a three-minute song, I just run, and then sometimes I'll forget my mask. I was like, is that one of the times that I did that or did I have my mask on? I can't remember. <laughs> um, so I've been kind of paranoid about it. Jess has been super paranoid about it because she has had a couple different run-ins with this person and another person that's around this person all the time yeah and jess also has a friend that's coming in town today and so she was like uh like i need to know kind of like what's going on with this so today we kind of took a we just you know it's always for me especially like it's just i just let me know you know let me just Mm -hmm. just let me know what it is and let's just be done with it Mm -hmm. so i uh we we made two different kinds of appointments okay i decided to come down to the civic center Mm -hmm. and mine was kind of like a uh, it, it was like a mass. It was, it was crazy. I don't know if they have these in whatever, maybe in like San Diego. I don't think they have them in San Diego because I had to go to like a CVS to get it done. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they have these in, in Georgia or wherever you're listening, but basically like, like a mass testing center. And it was at the convention center mm-hmm. and it was, you come in, you know, it was typical, it almost like a little like a, what would you call it? Like a um, assembly line type thing where you come in you check in you go the next day, you want to go the next day, you go to the next stage. And my whole process, eh, 10 minutes. It oh, sucked. Okay. Having a little thing down your nose. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. My results, yeah. two to five days. Okay. Jess really needed her results. So to get, instant results at least from what we could find you really got to work for it so this morning she had to go and leave the show about nine we're on till 10 she left about nine mm-hmm. and she had to drive over to this place that we knew did rapid testings but you have to be there pretty early the place opens at 10 they said you got to be here before it opens for sure hmm. she got there about 9 20 and she was the 16th person in line okay come to find out she there's only 18 tests for the day
1: Oh, and so no. luckily she
0: made it in. And wow. so again, mine was at noon. I got there about 10 minutes late and I was out of there by like ten twenty. So mm-hmm. it was easy. Poor Jess was there from nine 20. I think about two o'clock. She finally left, but
1: oh, no.
0: she was able to get her results today. So yeah. she, I mean, was, uh, that's a long day, but she was able to find out mm. that she tested negative for the oh, coronavirus. Right. So I have to assume, because that was the only person I was worried about. I was like, well, if Jess got it, then I definitely have it. Mm-hmm. And because we work together so close mm-hmm. and I kind of know that's the risk going into this because... Yes. Honestly, like I probably shouldn't say this. I'm I'm not, I'm not going to try to get myself in trouble. We work close together, right? Yes. Uh, so uh, I was like, "Well, if Jess doesn't, and she gets she tests negative, then most likely I'm feeling like at this point, most likely I'm negative, right? Um, so that's that's the good news. Will I still be paranoid till I get the results? Of course, but until then, at least I feel a little bit better. So. Yes. There's my latest coronavirus update. And I feel like every month that we're going to do one of these. You'll two know in two to
1: three days. Two,
0: to, two four? to five days. Yeah. Two to five. So probably by the end of the week, you know. We'll see. Okay. Okay. <sighs> um, okay. So I hate to go back to this topic because I feel like we've beaten it like a dead horse. <laughs> but um, my mom is having issues with Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy. What's happening now? You know. First of all,
1: I need to close my door because Jim walked out of here and didn't, and he's in there banging pots and pans preparing dinner. Hang on.
0: (laughs) Okay. We can wait. It's a 30-minute podcast. It's fine. Take your time. Got to get your studio set up just right.
1: Okay, so. So, what happened? My latest saga is last week. It's 8 o'clock at night, and I get a call from Seattle, Washington. (laughs) Well, you
0: know what that means. I I think in case you're new to the podcast, you need to know this, is that my mom has just had so many issues with Amazon. Mostly it's it's deliveries and then like running into our sprinkler systems and not, like coming down the driveway. And that's, that's usually where most of the drama has been. Okay. So eight o'clock at night, this really is like
1: messing up the yard with those right. big vans. They can't turn them around down here. It's just a mess. And I've gone through so much, so many customer service calls and text and Eileen. Thank you. Eileen has tried to help uh, yeah. through her son-in-law. But anyway, so I get a call at eight o'clock course, it's pitch dark. It says Seattle, Washington. I knew, of course, it was Amazon. I picked up and she says, hello, uh, Miss Chancy, I, I see your instructions, but um, like it's really dark down your driveway. So I really don't want to come down there because... We never know what's <laughs> going to be there when we get there. And I'm like, okay, you're at the top of my driveway? And she said, yes, ma'am. And I said, okay, I'll drive my car up there to meet you. Because it is dark out here. It's I think it's a fair
0: compromise. my parents live out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> they so do.
1: And it's dark. Uh, There's no always some kind of critter running around. A gazillion miles. Yeah, right, right, right. Tons of deer. Okay, I get it. Why is she delivering my package at 8 o'clock at night? Is the first thing that goes through my mind. Anyway, I go up there. She's really sweet. And as I pass the stop sign, I see two boxes sitting there. And I said, did you leave the boxes there and then back out the drive? And she says, no, ma'am, I haven't been down the drive. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. Well, it turns out that was FedEx. They just left my boxes beside the sign, and I said, "I can't believe that FedEx has once again left my boxes beside the sign." What is so hard about yeah, just you not know, you driving know down? I
0: got now. I got to stand up for these these delivery companies because y'all are just being a little too picky now. Oh, you don't want to drive down the drive. Like what 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 do you want them to do? I want them to
1: stop at the stop sign, which is like a hundred feet in our drive. And walk down the driveway to my front door and leave my package. Now,
0: okay, imagine walk. you're just, you you'd be a UPS delivery person. Man does it? Okay, but just be a delivery person for a second. You got 150,000 packages to deliver a day. Do you think you're gonna take the time to walk down the driveway?
1: Well, maybe not, but I'm telling <laughs> you that Amazon can afford to give these people different schedules. First of all, they shouldn't be out here at night. And I said that to her, I am so that sorry is late. Yeah, that's that you were really out here delivering at night. And she said, yeah. She said, I'm going home. And I said, <laughs> that's really good. I said, let me just put the things in my car and we'll be done for the day. The next day, I get a call, same girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's four o'clock I in the afternoon. I bet they hate your house. I can't I imagine miss-
0: the notes on your account.
1: <laughs> Hi, Miss Nancy. <laughs> it's... <laughs> I think her name's Robin. Um, I'm up here at the corner at at your driveway with your package. And I said, you know what? I'm coming up there. Okay. So I go up there. This package weighs 1.4 pounds. Okay. And I said to her, you know what? This is really not going to work for me. I can't be home waiting for your call to come and pick up my package. And she said, well, don't worry. I would never leave it by the stop sign. I would hide it in the bushes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel God. like at this point, I feel like oh. you guys have got to come together. Oh. Who wasn't somebody? Somebody pitched a good idea about putting some type of giant box out there. You know, like some big box that they could deliver it to.
1: Yeah, then I've got to go up there and get the box. I may not be able to lift it.
0: Well, you're, you're telling them you can't come down my driveway. You're telling them right. that they can't. Why can't you know, they, they can't... just do like my
1: UPS guy, who is so wonderful and so faithful, walk down the driveway? Well, it's what not like it's it? snowing. It's beautiful out here.
0: I would, I would honestly like to hear from certified fam- or from from listeners of this podcast about that because now I'm starting to get a little defensive of Amazon <laughs> to be honest with you, and I'm like, it's it's you're asking you're asking a lot here. You're asking no. a lot if you want them to every time walk. Now I understand you don't want them to drive down your driveway, but that's a preference. That's not the that's not their their preferred way of delivery. So if wow. you want them to. Be, you know, do what you need them to do. I mean, your driveway is like 500 miles. Literally, <laughs> it's it's so long.
1: No, so, it's probably a
0: football field. It's a, okay, see, it was a football field. <laughs> Imagine they had to walk a football field every delivery they did. Like I, okay, I'm going to, I, I am okay understanding that you don't want them to drive down your driveway. Right. And that I will, I will sign off on that. Mm-hmm. But now I think you, you guys are being a little too picky on then what is having to be done with these packages.
1: So you think so when I'm expecting an Amazon package, I need to stay here all day and wait for the call from Seattle, Washington? I I think that I package? really like,
0: depending on how heavy the box is, because I don't want you picking up heavy boxes either. Mm-hmm. But how often, honestly, is it really, a really heavy box that you shouldn't be lifting? Not well, often, right?
1: Well, once a month for sure when we get our box of litter.
0: Okay. Yeah. Maybe there's like a you could make a compromise. Like if it's if it's light, like just hey, leave it by the tree and then like you guys go on walks anyway. And during that time you can just walk up there and get it. Mm. You know? I don't
1: know. Well I posted I posted on next door and ask and I stated my case and asked if anyone else had trouble. Oh, oh. my gosh. <laughs> yes, they did.
0: And so everyone thinks that they should 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 walk a football field to no, go to their house? No,
1: someone said Leave a box. Yeah. But others said they get other people's deliveries and one person said they got a photo of their package being delivered, but it wasn't their house. They had no idea whose house it was.
0: Um I think that's that's the best compromise is you put a box up there with a lock box. They have a combination to, and then they put it in there. And if it's something too heavy, then you maybe should have, maybe you just make the box small, right? So it's not mm-hmm. too big. Mm-hmm. And then if it's something really big, then then you handle it that way well, one, well one
1: guy next door said that he <laughs> had called the distribution center and i was like okay you need to give me that number
0: you know who you're starting to sound like don't you
1: oh jim Yancey?
0: yes yeah, <laughs> so I'm, I'm just gonna warn you you're heading into <laughs> jim Yancey territory right now when you start saying I, i'm gonna call the distribution center <laughs> um okay so seriously you guys you, you've heard the saga what's what's the solution 888 kramer 8 888 k-r-a-m-e-r 8 because i feel like we've got to we've got to bring these two back together this is damn more divided than trump biden right now like we just got to bring <laughs> oh, you guys together it's all have been fighting the whole time
1: one Lord. person did reply on next door that i needed to be kind
0: yeah, you got to be kind. And I mean, I really, truly, mom, this is what's so surprising hearing this out of you. You feel like you'd be the compassionate one that wouldn't, you know, it's a long, it's a long walk. But, you you know? know,
1: you know, one thing she said, though, was, <laughs> yeah, the reason UPS comes down your driveways is because they have hand trucks. I'm like, well, get your hand truck. She says, they don't give us hand trucks. They don't give their Amazon drivers hand trucks
0: that's not what? her fault. Like the richest
1: but, guy in the world owns Amazon, and they can't give their freaking drivers a hand truck.
0: Eight 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 Grammar. I like to hear your I'm
1: sorry.
0: I want to play a couple of calls and some stories from a topic that I found really interesting this week. It was on Tuesday's podcast and it was about my mom and her running into angels. <laughs> Obviously, I, this is not the same mom that we're hearing about right now. <laughs> okay, I don't know who the, the devil I is taking my,
1: over. I need my guardian angel to come yeah. rescue me from yeah. Amazon. Like of
0: all the things oh. in the world because we are arguing about. Okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe 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 Michael can bring your packages to yeah, you. Yeah,
1: that would be wonderful. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm going I you to know, call on him.
0: You were telling me, <laughs> you were telling me though, that you, you felt a little insecure telling that story because you felt like people might think you sounded crazy, you know, mm-hmm. but since then we've actually gotten a lot of stories that were pretty similar and mm-hmm. I wanted to play a couple of calls and actually, so, uh, this was, uh, Michelle on our uh, certified fans, Facebook pages for the fans only. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, I, ap- I, uh, uh, I had almost the exact experience as you driving home from work I was going home from work and there was a very sudden stop in traffic. And I remember closing my eyes to brace for impact of the car I was about to do to rear end. And when I opened my eyes, I was driving slowly along with traffic. I made it home and safely. And when I entered the door, my husband asked me what was wrong because I looked like I'd seen a ghost to this day. I believe it was my guardian angel. I yes. absolutely believe. So yes. that's, that's like almost exact same situation it as it you is. It
1: is. Let's take a look at
0: some of these calls now too. listen to this.
2: Hey, Kramer, this is Robin in Georgia. Many, many years ago, my nana and papa were eating at a Piccadilly, which I don't think they have them here in Georgia, but they had them in Louisiana, and they loved to go there. And my grandmother was a really, really strong woman, just like mentally and how she, her demeanor and all of that. And she had a stroke while they were there. Some woman showed up out of nowhere wearing white, and helped my nana and papa through that time at the restaurant until they could have the um, ambulance arrived, And then she just kind of vanished like nobody at the restaurant had seen this woman, but she was very much present helping my nana and papa during this time, and nobody else noticed her. So I always remember them telling me that story and got chills, and I just wanted to share that because I do believe what your mom's saying about guardian angels being around us, and sometimes they I have never seen One, but I do know I try to focus on that when I'm driving down the road and I get irritated because slow cars are pulling out in front of me. And I'm like, well, maybe there's a reason why this is happening. They're trying to slow me down because I need to, they're trying to help me stay out of an accident or whatever the case is.
3: Hi, Kramer. This is Amanda from Oceanside. When I was 16, I worked at a restaurant and um, this new person came to work there. And for a few days, he avoided me. He didn't talk to me. He talked to everyone else. He would go around me whenever um, I was near. Finally, I told him, you know, I don't bite. And He's all, no, no, it's not that. In one instance where he was washing dishes, I went back there to put dishes. And when I'm there, he looks at me. He says, you know, I know you. I know who you are. And I just wanted to tell you that You're a good person and you'll get through this. And even though you make jokes with the people out there, I know that it's to hide the pain that you're feeling. I know that you cry yourself every night to sleep, and I'm sorry you're going through that pain, but you'll get through it. It will get better. I know that you've been dating your boyfriend for a couple of years and he's a good guy. Just keep going. And just remember that good person that you are inside. And I started to freak out. I looked at him and I said, how do you know me? Where do you know me from? And he said, oh, I can't tell you, but I do want to tell you to continue to be the good person that you are. I'm almost in tears now because I'm freaking out and I'm thinking like stalker or something. And then after a couple of days of silence, um, he disappeared. He never came back to work. And when I tried to go look for his information, his file to see what his name was or where he was from, there was no file on him. He never came back. And at the moment, I remember being scared, but I realized that that was probably an angel sent to me to help me through that tough time because I really was depressed. I really was crying myself to sleep every night. I really was dating the person he said, um, which is my husband now. And yeah, I mean, I do believe that angels are out there and they look like regular people and they help us
0: through tough times. If you've got some more guard, cause it's just, it's crazy to me. That's just, that's crazy. If you've got a guardian angel story that you want to share that you really believe, I mean, that's, Again, I don't, I don't have one. And why that it almost makes me like jealous, you know? I'm like, why don't I have one?
1: <laughs> well, maybe if
0: I was crappy to Amazon, maybe then they'd come visit <laughs> me. I mean, that's what it takes.
1: Well, you just never know when they'll show up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, 37 years. Uh-huh. I'm still waiting. That's we'll okay. see. It's okay. All right. Let's get to our quote for today, Mom.
1: Okay. So I had the most beautiful walk today. And um, I was just, you know, I love fall and just thinking about nature. Of course, it's one of my favorite things. I could post a nature photo every day, but people get bored. Anyway, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, great, You're another tree, not wrong about that, yeah. another sky, another thing of moss." Okay, but anyway, this is from one of my favorites, Rumi. The ground's generosity takes in our compost and grows beauty. Try to be more like the ground. Mm. And, oh, gosh, that just really hit me today because, you know, I'm walking around, I'm looking at all the fallen leaves and the acorns, and I'm thinking about the whole beauty of the world and how nature recycles itself, right? Right. Everything dies, goes back to the ground. And then in the spring, it makes beautiful, beautiful flowers and plants and um yeah, so we need to try to be more like the ground. Take the compost, which is the manure of our lives,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: and see how it can grow beauty. Because it indeed does. I yeah. mean, it's through those things that we become whom we're truly meant to be, and really discover our true selves are in mm. those times in the manure times i'll say um so it's very similar trying to be more like the ground take in your compost and grow beauty
0: kind of seems to go like that i feel like as i as i get older and watch other people's lives too it's like it's, you just go through cycles it's like shitty and then good and then shitty and then mm-hmm. good and then shitty and then good mm-hmm. and it's almost like when you're when it's going good, I kind of brace for shitty to come. And then when it's <laughs> shitty, I'm like, uh, when's this going to get better? Uh, but it always does. You know, when we, you, if we listen to this entirety of this podcast from, and, and God bless you, we're on, on episode 150 today. No so, way. Yeah. Wow. And all together, we're probably, probably getting close to 200 episodes total between the wow. weekly pep talks and everything else. Today is 150 wow. episodes. So if uh, you've, you've watched over the last, it was our first podcast was March 25th mm-hmm. and you've watched the progress of my shit life. Um, <laughs> well, my shit, my last shit phase was a, was a long one. I was a doozy. I was about three mm-hmm. years. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what this chapter brings. You know, it's, mm-hmm. definitely, it's definitely starting to turn. I got a job now that I really like and yes. uh, with a co-host that I really like and mm-hmm. see if I can get my love life pulled together here and just, mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. We'll see. And you're but living those- in
1: a beautiful new city. Yeah. yeah. you have yet to explore really fully. We'll see. Because of crazy COVID. Um, right. But Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's that's really good. So if you're in the shit phase, just know. Like, just use this time. And that's what I said. Like, if I didn't have my shit time, I wouldn't have this podcast, right? Like, mm-hmm. if I would and, still be at Channel 933 right now, I'd still be pretty uh, – I mean, I was really getting unhappy towards the end of 933. I think the universe was setting me up to, like, be okay with, like, not being there anymore. And I think that people even showed more of their true colors once I left, which I knew were there, but I was just kind of waiting, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I was – I was on like the good I was on like the shitty side of it with them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And mm-hmm. then I think that, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that yeah. the universe is telling me to like close that chapter. Like it was time to close that chapter and kind of move on. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know. We'll see. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen next. I don't know. I just think that my no, life is it's wide open right now. I'm, I'm over here just, just trying to figure it out. So let's see what's, what's, uh, what springs you know, springs up from this, right?
1: From the manure, which That's is right. the best fertilizer.
0: Okay, let's get to ask my mom in a couple of seconds. And is a boob job worth changing your wedding date? I know it sounds crazy, but let's discuss this here in just a few on the show. Mom, did you get your... Did you uh, start cooking yesterday with HelloFresh? Yeah, I started cooking today. It came yesterday. Okay, so you started cooking today. Uh, I made the rific potato wedges last night, which were so good. Oh. Uh, and... I, we, Mom and I just started with HelloFresh. It's America's number one meal kit. It's fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes. And dinner time just got so much more exciting because of it, right? Mm-hmm. And we, I always say, and this is my thing, I, some people just like it, it, it. There's two people in the world, people that love to cook and people that don't love to cook. I don't love to cook. So the thing that I really like about HelloFresh and the meal delivery service is that it's just there. Like everything's there comes to me it's convenient it's like literally at my house they they i don't have to worry about a, a football field driveway for them to bring the box to me it just shows up in my first stuff. um and it like it's it's like no stressful planning because you know me i'm going to forget one of the ingredients at the store or something it's like oh it's so annoying plus you say 40 percent typically by by going to the grocery store with doing hello fresh now there's the other kind of people too that are like Hey, I love to cook. Well, then HelloFresh is there for you too because it's really exciting new recipes and stuff you probably wouldn't try or yes. it just makes your creativity even stronger by trying new things that like you are new recipes that are just every day you're cooking something brand new. Mm-hmm. So between that, the variety of how many different things you're getting, you know, between vegetarian meals, if you choose that, there's so many different, you know, they got low calorie ones, they got kid friendly recipes because, you know, the kids need to get something maybe kind of picky. It's Perfect. So when you are ready to start your cooking escapades with us, and we're asking, it was fun because I put this on uh, the certified fans page last night Uh and to see all the people that have tried HelloFresh already. And I love it. You know, because I I genuinely want people's feedback on these things and I want to make sure that we're advertising the right things. And I really enjoyed seeing how many people came back and said they love it, including my sister. I didn't know she did HelloFresh too. Yeah. So you're cooking yours tonight, mom, right? I am. I'm
1: having the kale. Which one are you doing? Having the kale, cranberry, and walnut stuffed delicata squash.
0: Yeah. And I can't
1: wait. What I love about it is I have the time, um, but I love trying new things. Like you said, things that are
0: more interesting
1: than my classic vegetarian diet.
0: So we're just saying, listen, join us. Like, come along. You know, let's let's do HelloFresh together. Let's cut mealtime back and make it cheaper than going to the grocery store and easier. So this makes it even better when you go to HelloFresh.com slash 80 Kramer, HelloFresh.com slash 80K R A M E R. You're gonna get $80 off across five different boxes. And that's free shipping on your first box, by the way. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to save money and do mealtime better, HelloFresh.com slash 80Kramer and use the coupon code 80Kramer. Okay, we will get to ask our mom here in a couple seconds. Before we do, hello to the certified fans. Man, we love Boy. you guys. We take time out of every single show to say thank you to every single one of you because... You're the best. Mm-hmm. You're the best, and um, a certified fan is somebody that just is a financial donor to the show, and it's five dollars a month, and you get all kind of perks, and really, really appreciate you, and you get a whoop whoop on the radio, and you get discounts on the merch, and just it's stuff like that. Your coupon codes are always bigger for everything that we do. So, with that said, um, I want to give—I need to actually—a woman messaged me today and said I didn't get my shout out, and I'm uh, like, excuse uh. me. Uh-oh. I feel like a piece of crap now. <laughs> so let me let me make sure. Let me see how it was on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Um, this is this is Denise from San Isidro. Denise G from San Isidro. Mm-hmm. Denise G. Excellent. So thank you so much, Denise.
1: Whoop whoop. <laughs> thank we, you.
0: We love our certified fans, mm-hmm. and so if you want to become one we'd love for you to text the word fans F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8 and we'll add you to our list. I'll tell you this too, that um, I can't make any like specific plans yet, but I do have a plan of in 2021 to, I'm thinking at least San Diego and Atlanta to do a certified fans and meetup for everybody. Uh. So. Whoa. No, no plans on I me. Mean, no definite plans on that yet. Uh, but it is coming soon. So that'd be another perk for being a certified fan. So just a little something to look forward oh, to. Boy,
1: are you going to invite me?
0: Yes. Okay. So you'll get invited too. I just got to figure out Excellent. when we can just travel safely and get a spot. And yeah. God, I would hate if somebody came with COVID and never got oh, sick. And then no, no, no. We have to. Just, <laughs> we're taking to twenty twenty one. So no. I should probably actually ask. Maggie, Dr. Maggie, this question is she is she in her workout class right now? She is. Okay. So, is this a good good enough reason for you to um for you to cancel or postpone a wedding? Obviously, in twenty twenty, there's a lot of reasons for postponing a wedding, but I don't know that a boob job mm. is the right one. Let's, mm. again, I don't know. And this is a guy that sent this in. He didn't want to use his name, but let's get a female's opinion on this. And you too, 888 Kramer 8 We're doing it. Ask my mom right now, which is an advice segment, right? You know what this is. Here we go. <laughs> um, so I know a lot of women listening to your show and your mom always has something good to say. I am just shaking my head right now. My fiance, because, uh, oh, and I thought this would be good for your podcast. My fiance and I, have a wedding plan for December 5th this year, the date that she picked. It's a small wedding, only 44 people. We already have a catering set. The invites are sent out. The people have RSVP'd. Everything is set. Two weeks ago, my fiance decided that she wanted to postpone the wedding. Her brother-in-law, who is a plastic surgeon, told her that he was going to gift her a boob job as a wedding gift, which, okay um my my fiance has always been insecure about her boobs so i know that this will be a great gift but she wants to postpone the wedding until after she has the boob job now so that she feels better in the pictures it's doable but it's so inconvenient it would cost us about 700 to move the date around but i think it's rude to ask people to change their plan as pointless my dad says happy wife happy life but i feel <laughs> like i need to i need to put my foot down and tell her no Mom and Nancy, or even your What do you think? Well, my sister's in the middle of the wedding planning process. That's why I wish I could get her on the phone for this. Maybe we can get her feedback on this tomorrow. Okay. Um, All right, Mom. So, <gasps> uh, wow. Well, because I'm trying to think. My first wedding through. I may have considered it. A may. Hmm. But I may. I'll tell you right now. At age 37, hmm. there's no way you're canceling. You're not canceling a wedding for a boob job. Like it's just not happening. Like, hmm. come on. Right. Maybe there's something that that now again, everyone has their insecurities, but I just I always have to think about the guests. There's forty four people that have already planned to come and then right. you want to cancel it because of a boob job? Like I don't know. This one just strikes me in such a weird way. And plus it's an additional seven hundred dollars. Yeah, right. I mean it's it's, it's, it's not like seven thousand dollars. I mean it's doable. It's seven hundred bucks, it's not the end right. of the world, right? I don't care what your budget is, seven hundred dollars not, not not the end of the world. Right. But still It's like, wow, that's, you know,
1: that's, that's a lot. Hmm. Yeah. Um, You know, I've never been a vain person. So this is a a struggle for me to answer. Well, I guess
0: maybe take like your biggest insecurity, whatever it is. And then like, imagine that you had a chance and, and I get it. Like, Cause I remember I was like, like hyper dieting for my wedding and like working out really hard cause I didn't want to look good in my wedding picture. So I do understand that. So take your biggest insecurity, whatever that may be on your body and imagine that by your wedding pictures, that would not be an issue anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. So put it in that perspective. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I have to say that I think this is a really personal decision. It, if it were me, me, um, Nancy Nancy I would say that the most important thing to me on my wedding day would be to be marrying my husband and to start our lives together but that's just me I don't know I don't know what this woman looks like I don't know how old they are I don't know any of that and so you know it's a very personal thing but hmm I don't know. As as I've said to Maggie, here's one thing that we do know. On March 13th, 2021, you and John Murray are getting married. (laughs) We don't know what that will look like, but they're getting married. Um, Well, why don't you plan that?
0: Anyway, right. Well, I mean, but they, it could be moved or they have a, a pre basically I mean, because again, it is 44 people. Right. Like this is, would, would not be detrimental, right? right? Like, it's not hundreds of people, but especially if it's a local wedding. But she's
1: taking photos.
0: Right. So she, like wants forever, it, like she wants it forever. She'll
1: have to be either flat-chested
0: or, you know, stacked. I don't know if it's big or small or whatever. I don't know yeah, what the boob job right. actually is. We don't have right. specifics on this. <laughs> yeah. Um, But. I, I'd be curious, okay, everybody go into their pre wedding mind, okay, for a minute, and then think about truly, would you want to postpone your wedding if you knew that your biggest insecurity was going to be taken care of before your big day, you know, like, Mm -hmm. would you postpone your wedding for that? Mm -hmm. So, um, Dang I wish Maggie was here for this. We'll talk to her tomorrow about it. Okay. We'll get her on and we'll talk to you as well with your phone calls. 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Mom, that's it for today with you.
1: Okay. Thank you. Love you all forever.
0: Okay, let's do the good news, and then we'll do the made me laugh, and that'll be it for today. Sound good? Thanks a lot again for being here for episode 150. It's crazy, right? Cool story out of Texas. So there is these this couple, Jacob and Lee Simmons, who have been hoping to get the call that there was going to be another foster child that needed them. And they immediately said yes when there was a three-month-old baby boy who was in emergency need of a home. Right? Sounds great. Could be the end of a great story, but of course there's a catch. Then, Lee says her nerve set in because they found out that the infant had COVID-19. So this Texas couple, they were, of course, really excited about it, nervous about it. But that's because they were concerned about how to isolate the baby to make sure that uh, that their two-year-old daughter didn't catch the virus. So we came up with a plan to make Jacob the primary caregiver. And then the two of them would stay upstairs while Lee would, uh, and their daughter actually stayed on the first floor. And so with all these safety precautions in place, they cared for the baby boy and nobody got sick. But you know, that really could have been, I mean, think about it. Like, hey, foster care. I and mean, it's already like amazing, right? Like, yay, good job. And then it's like, oh, by the way, you might get COVID. Um, but they still said, yeah, and they went through with it and they, they made it happen for this little three-month-old baby. They said uh, we were okay with us getting COVID more so than him uh, not being loved, which I think is so nice. If it comes down to that, we'll take him every time. That's just like, wow, wow, wow. Nice people out in the world doing that. All right, let's go over to Arizona now. We got a lot of people listening, Arizona. So. Uh, there is a woman in Arizona who's battling cancer. Recently, she received a surprise, a special surprise from a complete stranger. Her name is Kim Whipple, and she's being treated for stage four pancreatic cancer. While she was sitting on the front porch last week, somebody walked up to her and handed her a letter. The letter said, I know that you, uh, I, said, I don't know you, and you don't know me. The letter begins and then goes on to say that she has seen Kim as well as this bumper sticker on her truck at the house that has the middle finger and the c-word which is took me a second my first read them. I'm like, a C word the c-word oh my god cancer um so the, the letter explains that the uh, the stranger's brother who was her hero had died of cancer letter goes on to say so when i see someone who might have it my heart is with you and your family and that lady i saw sitting in the chair the letter continues i will keep your family in my prayers i hope that she kicks its butt the letter also had $60 inside. The stranger wrote, it's not, I know it's not a lot, but it's just something that might make her day a little bit brighter. Kim said the simple act of kindness gave her a positive boost, and it's, quote, one of the best things that's happened to me in a long time. That's nice. You know, I think that when you have cancer uh, or in your family, you bond in a different way, you know? Like, whenever I hear with somebody's family that has prostate cancer, I can completely immediately relate to it because you kind of know the struggle they're going through, right? So I think that's really nice. Nice gesture. Okay, it's one that made me laugh. And I'm going to tell you how I came up with this one today because I want to be honest. I'm sitting here and I'm covered. I got these uh, the sticky rice cake things, I guess. They're kind of like rice cakes, but they're sticky rice and they're smaller, but they're sriracha flavored. They were delicious. Did I ate the whole bag? I did. In one sitting, yes. And I ate it like a damn mongrel. And I was thinking, like, I would never eat this way in front of anybody else. Like if somebody was here, like if you walked in my house right now, I'd never eat like this. I would not just have crumbs all over me and just like, well, why do we do that? But here's a um, our, our made me laugh for today is is Michael McIntyre and how like we kind of do the same thing we're eating movie theater popcorn, you know? Popcorn, the, lo- the, the noisiest of foods. Why do we eat popcorn in the cinema? And isn't it amazing how we eat popcorn as well? You lose all dignity when you know that nobody can see you.
3: Look what happens to our behavior when we know no one's watching. The lights are off, the
0: popcorn's there, just flick it near your face. You don't really care if it lands in or out because you know no one's looking, and if you miss your face, you can pick it off your
3: body later.
0: <laughs> you wouldn't do this with the lights on in public on a first date. Pass me that new potato. Uh. <laughs> and that wraps that up for today. Thank you so much for listening. Really, 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 really appreciate you all. 150 episodes. If you listen to all 150 episodes, and of course, if you make it to this point, send me the code word, uh, chicken fries. Chicken fries. DM me that word. If you've listened to all 150 episodes and you made it this far into the podcast, I know a lot of people might cut it off early, but if you listen to chicken fries, DM me because I, I want to tell you a personalized thank you for supporting this podcast for this long. Really appreciate it. If you want to support the show even more, I would love it if you buy some merch today. Let's make it a big merch day. Text the word merch, M-E-R-C-H to 888-Kramer8. And we'll see you back here tomorrow with Jimmy Mack. Okay? Love you. Bye-bye.